What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I'm first going to get into the Patreon a little bit uh, because I launched that on Friday. Uh, so what it is, basically, and I, I've talked to, I mean, people who have reached out probably have heard this, heard me say this in the past, but I mean, one of my main goals, I think, from the content specifically was eventually try and figure out how to make like make money from doing the content. I mean, I think I enjoy doing the content and I I've seen I see ways that there are possibilities and I think Patreon is one of the one of the possibilities and I don't I don't no one has we haven't gotten any members yet. Uh, but if you're interested, you go to I think it's just patreon.com slash heroes for sale. Uh, you'll see my page. Uh, or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio or the link in my TikTok bio. Uh, and that will bring you directly to the page. So essentially what that is, is it's going to be an extra podcast episode a week. Um, so, I mean, we're going to start out and I'll figure out if there's going to be an exact formula, how I'll do those specific episodes. Like if it's going to be a specific type of content or if it's just going to be like a regular, like a, a regular episode like one of these where I'm just talking about something I think what I'll want to do is probably do something more specific uh maybe more on the maybe more on about how to make money I'm not 100% sure like I said but so we'll we'll play that by year exactly how it's how the episodes get structured but it's an extra episode so that means technically eight episodes a week um replacing not replacing, not replacing. That's, a, I think, the point I was trying to make. So there's going to be seven, seven regular episodes that are on Spotify and iTunes. And then there's going to be the one extra that will be on Patreon. Um, and then also there's a Twitter account that I made for Heroes for Sale, but it's private right now. So you would get lifetime access, essentially, to that. So, I mean, in theory, if you were to become a Patreon member... Um, and then you stop becoming a Patreon member, you still will have access to the Twitter. And I still haven't really gotten that up yet. I'm still waiting for, I'm still sort of waiting. I think I may just start using the account so there's at least some stuff on there. I have a, I have a plan of what I'm going to be using for that. It's like, dude, it's going to be some behind the scenes, like in real time when I'm like researching something, I'm going to be sharing more of what I'm doing research on, like in real time and then tweeting it out. So that's kind of what the Twitter and, or I mean listings too, but it's more of, it's going to be definitely more of like inside and not, yeah, I guess inside info about like what I'm looking into in terms of cards or, uh, theories that I have that I'm kind of exploring. So if you do one month of the Patreon, you'll be, you'll get access to that. And how that's going to work is you just have to, um, You'll have to, at least for at first, you're going to have to send me a direct message uh, with your Twitter name and then your email uh, just so that way I can access the info so I can make sure that you obviously are a member. Um, and it's, so it's, it's $5 a month, and I'm not sure. I think there's probably going to be an, uh, an extra live stream that I'm going to do in there as well. So that's going to be... I'm not sure if I'm going to be adding that to the $5 membership or if I'm going to be making it more like it'll be like it would be a once a week live stream 
that would be just for Patreon uh, on top of some of the other live streams that I do occasionally. So, um, I mean, that's what the Patreon is. I mean, if you have liked the podcast um, or if you like the Instagram content or you like the TikTok content and you think it's helped you in any way and you want to support the podcast other than listening, that's one way you can do it Uh, because it's, I mean, the content stuff is stuff that I love doing. Uh, and I think, but, but also one of the ultimate goals was to turn it into more of a business and turn it into more of a way for me to, uh, I make, I make money and I don't, I don't particularly like saying that, saying it that way seems like I'm only in it for that. But it's like, at this point, I think hopefully anyone listening to the podcast would know that that's clearly not the case because it hasn't been for... 105 episodes or 104 episodes of this podcast hasn't been for over 1,200 pieces of content uh, across website and TikTok and Instagram and podcasts. So, like I said, uh, if you want to support the podcast, there that, that's that's a that's one way to do it. Uh, and I, I don't know if I'm at the beginning of every episode. I'm going to talk about it probably every now and then, maybe once a week. I'll mention it, but. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. For, that's all I got for Patreon, basically. So now, National Treasures, National Treasure Football is out, um, and the one of two Kyler Murray already sold. The one of two uh, Nike patch Kyler Murray has already sold on eBay. I think that sold like first day. Um, sold for five K, I believe. Which that seems actually no. It's, Sorry, I'm actually just going to look it up again because I I had it. And for some reason, I going into the episode, I knew I was going to talk about it. And then I literally just forgot the price. Um, sorry, everybody. Here we go. We are going to be adding because I... Editing highlight because I know I posted on my story. Uh, stories. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're looking it up really quickly. It sold for 10k. Okay, so I was off, but uh, so 10k, uh, which I think that is. I mean, that makes. I think the that that's the highest price Kyler Murray card uh, that's sold on eBay that I've seen it because I did a TikTok like a couple weeks ago, maybe like no, but probably about a week ago where I talked about the there was a Kyler Murray contenders auto that was numbered to five that got a PSA 10. So I'm thinking, I think that's a one of one, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't, I didn't, when I looked, I didn't see any other PSA 10s from the number to five autos. Um, and that got, that was 5k. That one sold for 5k. I think it was best offer. And then when I looked it up, it was five. So at the time that was the highest. Now the 10k is the highest, but then also the second highest that I did want to point out was uh, the was the uh, Panini blockchain. It looks like the same seller sold both the Daniel Jones and the Kyler Murray blockchain Panini uh, Panini National Treasures cards because first of all they didn't use blockchain in the title, which I thought was odd. Um, they. Called it, they just called it National Treasures. They didn't call it blockchain. In the description, they called it the blockchain, but not in the not in the title. Which I, fi- I mean, I mean, I don't know if that's something that people aren't people don't want to 
call it blockchain or they think that people won't know what it is. Like, Because with those blockchain cards, I mean, I think one of the big things that they didn't do with the cards was they, they didn't include the rookie card logo, which I think is good for collectors of National Treasures because the actual true one-of-one National Treasures will have that rookie card logo. And I think people now obviously know that what year that's from and they know that's technically the rookie year um but i think maybe other people may like new people coming into the hobby may not know that that was the 20 i think actually it may it it may actually it probably says on the back but they may be confused about why these blockchain cards are not national or not rookie card, not technically rookie cards. They are, because they're from 2019. They just don't have the the rookie card logo like National Treasures would. And I think that's one way that they are trying to combat or one way they're trying to justify using the National Treasures logo, or no, using the National Treasures design and calling it National Treasures without uh, without decreasing the value of National Treasures. But either way, so it looks like the same seller sold. I think they, they sold the Kyler Murray for, uh, I think it was uh, 12K, and then they sold the Daniel Jones for 9K. I may have said that the ni- it was 9K for the Kyler Murray earlier in the episode, and I think I got them mixed up with the Daniel Jones. So basically from this class, and I, I think this year, maybe one of the strongest years for National Treasures because of how many quarterbacks there are. Um, I don't think they'll all pan out. And I think a couple podcasts ago, I did talk about the strength and the importance of this class and then a few other classes and then this next upcoming class. Uh, I did talk about that. But I think looking back on it, there's like six quarterbacks basically from this class that if you were to hypothetically buy into like some random national treasures box i mean or even if you were to look into like i I don't know buy into like a prism break or like buy into like a contenders break uh you have like a decent shot like if you buy uh like a random team which i don't know i i was listening to mojo breaks and they were talking about their pricing and i forget exactly what they said that they're i think they might have said it was in the 200 range for a random team for national treasures which I mean, that's good. Uh, so if, if that's the case, then I'm imagining that would mean that uh, like a prism or like a contenders is going to be like way less because National Treasures is like the top, top product essentially from the, from the year. Um, but like if you're looking for autos, it's contenders and National Treasures are the two. So basically what I think you're going to want to I think you have a good chance. I mean, there's there's a ton of quarterbacks. Like, for example, I think there's actually and there's a ton of quarterbacks who are projected to be starters in their second year. And I think it's like Drew Locke, now Gardner Minshew, obviously Kyler Murray, which I think Kyler Murray is the number one guy. And he also won Rookie of the Year. I don't necessarily think that that will – I think he'll probably be like that next guy. But I think also what's happening, you've seen some of his prices pretty – High, I think, first of all, because he won Rookie of the Year, and second of all, because of what has happened with the past two years with um, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, 
you saw in their second years, they went on to win MVP, and their cards basically skyrocketed. And I think people are anticipating that potentially Kyler Murray has an MVP-type season, and that's why you're seeing his prices like a lot higher. Like, you, like last going into last season, Lamar Jackson was probably the fourth. I think he was the fourth most expensive player from that class. Like, Kyler Murray is the first. Um, but I think, I don't know, I'm interested in a player. I don't, it'll be interesting this year. I think I like Gardner Minshew. I mean, I like him. I like his personality, and I do like him as a player as well. I watched him at Washington State. Uh, some of those late-night games, I would watch him play. But, and then, I mean, Drew Locke. I mean, I think Drew Locke also, his prices are a little bit higher than maybe... Either, either they're at where they should be or they're a little bit higher, and, and it kind of all depends on your opinion. But because of recency bias, because the last four weeks of the season last year, he had, like, a really good game. Um, then you also have Stidham. You also have Eason Stick. So Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray. I mean, there's, like, six quarterbacks. that If you're buying into a random team, I feel like there's a decent chance that you could get one of those guys. Um so, I, I mean, I think <clears throat> this may be one of the best values you can get for National Treasures. And if all six of them pan out, I mean, that would be phenomenal. I don't know if that necessarily will happen, but who knows? So, that's one thing I think if you want to get into a high-end break like this, I think this may be one of the best years. Because then you also have, like, a Nick Bosa. You also have, like, a Josh Jacobs. You also have, like, a Hollywood Brown. You also have, like, a... Um, there's an, there's a uh, there's another I, f- I forget uh, Debo Samuel so I mean you have like that's like almost I think I just named like ten guys total that you have that like out of all of the breaks I think there's a decent chance that you will get that you could get one of them I mean, but I mean with National Treasures there's also like I mean other players but like still I think there's still a decent chance that if you pull one of those teams like that you could get one of the top rookies or like maybe even there's probably there's Brady autos in there. So there's all that kind of stuff for this year's national treasure. And I think it's something to look into. Um, but I mean, that's going to be it. That's all I got for this today's episode. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Here's for sale. TikTok Here's for sale. A Palmer media on Twitter. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, that's patreon.com slash heroes for sale. Hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I will see you in the next one.